Welcome to the Bike Life Podcast by Warm Showers Foundation, where we will be sharing knowledge, experience, tools, and stories of touring cyclists and hosts from around the world. I'm Tauber Lee, the woman behind the scenes at Warm Showers Foundation, the leading platform for cyclists looking for hosts and to connect with a passionate international community. Find out more by visiting us at warmshowers.org. Now, on to the show. Welcome back to Bike Life. Today's guest is a host extraordinaire. Hosting for eight years, it has over 100 positive feedbacks. He's a legend, and he lives off of Highway 1 in Big Sur, California. Welcome to the show, Richard, or otherwise known as Murdoch. We're going to call you Murdoch today. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm pretty excited. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, we're excited. Pretty excited to be on a podcast for the first time. So really exciting. Is this your your first podcast? Absolutely. First one. Yeah. Amazing. And you've been you've been participating as a host and now as a cyclist with warm showers for a number of years. Yes. I uh I started back in uh, 2013. And that's a pretty crazy story how I started. You know, I I wasn't an avid cyclist uh, at all. I just, um, uh, let's rewind to, uh, 2013. I was, I was, uh, driving back from town. You know, I, I, I'm a, I work for the forest service. I'm a wildland firefighter. And, uh, I saw this guy riding up a hill and she looked exhausted. And, um, I, I offered her a Gatorade and, uh, and and gave her a Gatorade, and I told her to, my station is up the road a couple of miles. Just stop in; you can fill up your water bottles and stuff like that. So she stopped in, you know, a half an hour later, and, and then I I uh, I gave her cold Gatorade, and I said, "I want to hear your story. Where are you coming from? Where are you going?" And uh, you know, her her name was Michelle, and she was on a a fourteen month. Uh, journey uh four continents and, and 20 countries of uh, 14 months on the road and i think uh she was gonna do like twenty thousand miles she was a um a school teacher on sabbatical leave and um i'm gonna go and say she's in the top 10 most interesting people i've ever met in my whole life <laughs> so you know she I, I, it was in the middle of the day and I just said, Hey, you know, let me, uh, cook you dinner or something. Why don't you come down to my house and I'll put you, uh, you know, you can set up a tent or something. But she, so I invited her to my house and then, uh, you know, we got chatting and, and I, I let her stay in my guest room and, and then she turned me on the warm showers. She's like, you're in the perfect spot. If you, if you set up a profile, you're going to get solicited. Um, all the time and uh you know you know just to hear her stories that night we chatted uh, for a couple hours and i i made some pasta and then uh it just escalated from there and then you know we got the chatting and and she said that you know uh we started talking she was a triathlete we started talking about triathlons and then she's like i, I not only participated in that Ironman triathlon. I won a tri- Ironman tri- triathlon, and then uh, mm. 
sure enough, I went to her blog and has her winning the Ironman triathlon. But I think in, she was from Barcelona, and I think her 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 uh, in Barcelona it was called like a a tough man or something, but it was the same distance. And I started thinking, are these the people I'm going to meet if I set up a profile? Mm-hmm. And then uh, another layer of of uh, of Melissa um, or Michelle, um, she uh, enrolled in the New York City Marathon. So in between riding her bike all day, she had to find time to train for a marathon, you know. And um, so I followed her blog, and she's a really good writer. And, um, it, that's how it basically started. And then, you know, I, I set up a profile and then like within an hour, someone contacted me and the first guy, I still remember the first guy, his name was Tom. And, and, and then I, I just started hosting after that. And uh, I, 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 I've been a distance, I used to be a distance runner. So I, I knew all about carb loading. And so I, I, I thought, what, what meal can I give them that give them the, most carbs so i started just uh, uh giving them pasta and uh, cooking pasta every night and then uh and then getting garlic bread and then making famous waffles in the morning so for i mm-hmm. i give them waffles with ice cream to get them up these hills because i tell them once you leave my house you have a elevation gain of about four thousand. so you want to get as many calories as you can you know so and it's been great. I met some of the most incredible people from all over the world. And um, every time when you think you've seen it all, someone else comes along and, and, and uh, you're, I'm like, you're doing what? And you're going where? You know, so I, I've hosted Unicyclist. Um, uh, mm-hmm. We had a guy, from, a guy named Felix from Montreal that rode a unicycle all the way across the country. And, and, uh, so I hosted them. I, I hosted, uh, a couple, uh, people that have like three wheel bikes with like a sail on it. I don't know how to, for what exactly that is. Recumbent bikes, tandem bikes, um, people traveling with their dogs. You know, I, I've hosted family of four, you know, I hosted a family of four that were uh, homeschooling their kids on the road, you know, and, and then, it was pretty remarkable. My 200th guest was uh, a paraplegic that was do- breaking the Guinness Book of World Record with the longest ride with his hands. So, mm. you know, I, I can't make this up. I can't make this stuff up. So every time um, I enjoy hosting, I enjoy hearing the stories, and I try to, I try to make it the most um, warming hospitable experience they have. So I try to raise, raise the bar really high. So uh, if anybody's thinking about hosting, you, you got to think of like these, these people been on the road for months on end. And when you welcome them in to your home, you know, you, you want to be as welcoming as, as possible because all these people are, you know, missing their families and you, you want to feel like their family for the night. So, um, you know, they always remember, you know, Big Sur. I, I hope, you know, they see Big Sur on the map someday. And it's like, you know, I stayed with Murdoch and it was, it was the best experience of my life. So um, I have a little bit of background in the hospitality industry. I, 
you know, I bartended through college, so I know how to, um, you know, I worked in restaurants and stuff like that. So I try to um, make it uh, the best experience possible. So um, mm. anybody that's thinking about hosting or is hosting, you know, just, you know, if um, try to uh, do the best you can with giving us much food as they can, they can handle because they're going to be riding it, you know, and, yeah. and, you know, all that stuff combined, you know, make sure they, you know, they. Really great. So, really great stuff. I, I, I want to just recap at how powerful the story is that you just shared. You, you, you saw a woman that was uh, working hard <laughs> on the road and you got to know her and offered her a Gatorade, which introduced you to warm showers. And since then you have, I mean, how many, how many cyclists have you hosted? Do you know? Um, over 200. Over 200 cyclists. Yeah. And the experiences that you've had, the people that you've met, how fascinating. Um, and, and after having 200 cyclists, you definitely have a pretty good idea of what most cyclists need when they, when they stop at your place. Can you talk a little bit more about that other than, I mean, we're definitely talking about food and ensuring that they have, um, you know, like carbs or, or, and I, I mean, I'm intrigued about these famous waffles with ice cream. I, I want waffles with ice cream. Um, outside of that, what else can you suggest that hosts can do to make a cyclist stay, um, supportive for their for their journey okay so for, first of all when they get to my house i i i don't like the dryer going at like like 10 o'clock so i right when they get there i said if you need laundry done well, let's do it right now so i get them i get them going with laundry and then if they need i already have the 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 uh towels ready and stuff and if they uh if they uh, need a shower I let them shower and then I always have a, and then I get an appetizer ready. So like chips and salsa or something like that, right. When they get there and then I offer them a, a Gatorade or if they want a beer or a, a soda or water. So I have all that ready. And then, uh, and then uh, I let them kind of refurb if they, let them have their, let them refurb whatever they need to refurb. If they have to, to charge anything, I have a, a charging station for them. Mm. A lot of them have different things mm. to charge. And then in my, uh, in the room, I have like a free box. So like if they, uh, you know, other stuff, cyclists left and, uh, other, you know, they can, or if they want to drop off something for another cyclist. So, um, I, I do that. And then, uh, basically I, um, I get the pasta going and, and basically, uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I kept, I kept the tally. It was just one thing I, I'm big on numbers and I wanted to see how many pounds of pasta, uh, a hundred cyclists can eat. So I, wow. so I, I, I the numbers, uh, 78. So each cyclist can usually eat about a, a pound of pasta. Wow. And then, uh, you know, I, I have to cater to, uh, you know, a lot, not everybody likes pasta. So I kind of ask them, you know, what they, what they, uh, how they like the pasta. So, oh, and another, another spin I want to put on it is like these people have been on the road for months on end, just eat, you know, probably eat whatever's in front of them. So I try to get some kind of fruits and vegetables. So a good salad mm. for them 
or a lot of vegetables in the spaghetti sauce. So they, they, they have a little bit of a, a break from the junk food because, you know, being at mm. a firefighter, sometimes out on fires and I, we eat this, 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 this crap that's in these lunches. And I always love when I get home where I can have like a good salad or something like that. So, um, mm-hmm. anyway, so I, I do that. And then, uh, you know, I, a lot of people always want to help. And I, I, I'm like, you've been riding all day. I, I got dinner handled, you know? So, um, I, I, I cook dinner and then I always, um, you know, it, it's pretty cool when I, my mom passed, it's not cool, but when my mom passed away, I, I took out, uh, I cleaned out her house and I had these, uh, you know, little, uh, actual containers for banana splits. So I always make banana mm. splits after dinner and it kind of just blows them away. So, so they get, they get as much, uh, they get the best meal. I try to give them the best meal possible that I can make with what I have. And the only hard part is, mm-hmm. you know, I live remote, so I'm a, I'm an hour, 15 minutes to town. So, so a lot of times I can't, uh, I don't, I don't, sometimes I really got to think a week ahead of time when I go to the store, like, okay, if I'm hosting three people this week, what do I need to pick up? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then my, now, are there are there seasons where you have more? And I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, yeah. but are there seasons where you have more cyclists than other? Like, what's the busy time of year for yes. you? You know, um, May to November is the busy time. You know what I mean? Ah, and, and then yeah, and then it's funny. My employees sometimes they they live in town, and sometimes I'm like, oh, and they, in a the heat of the moment, I'm like, can you pick up a bell pepper? Can you pick up a some garlic bread and then they like it because they, if they go to the store for me, that means they can show up late. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a win-win. They get to show up late. You get some extra supplies for the cyclists. Now, does anyone that work with you, they must know that you do this. Has any of them ventured into hosting after hearing about all these amazing experiences you're having? Yeah. Um, not my employees, but different people, you know, I, I kind of share, you know, um, I, I share some guests on Facebook and, you know, I, I let them know, like, don't, don't put an age limit on your dreams. Cause sometimes I host people that are, you know, in their seventies or eighties and they're out there doing it. So uh, I get inspired by all these people I host and I'm like, you know, if you're out there doing it, I can, you can, you know what I mean? Just don't, don't, don't put an age limit on your dreams. So, but, um, the, you know, the most incredible people, uh, you know, I, I I can go on and on the stories of, of people I met. But uh, um, well, tell us some more. Tell us some more of 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 your the most interesting stories that you've uh, experienced as okay, a host. Okay, so so um, there's one I forget this guy's name. You know, they they all come together. But this guy, this guy, I, he lived in Boston. He was he was riding his bike across the country to go to his son's graduation. And he, uh, he, he, he took like the 1974 Swin Latour out of the rafters that's been sitting with dust. And he goes, you know, I'm going to ride this across the country. And I don't know if my body's going to make it. I don't know if the bike's going to make it. He goes, he goes, at any given time, I was ready to dump this bike and fly to San Francisco. And, and he had no panniers. He, he, he basically had uh, that little bag, that go, the frame bag. He had the frame bag mm-hmm. and what he was wearing 
and what he slept in. And uh, so he, he, he was riding across the country and he found out where Swin headquarters was. I think it's in Chicago. And he, he rolled in the Chicago. And, uh, he rolled in Chicago and, he, and one, they're blown away that like he was on one of their bikes and, mm-hmm. and a bike that old. And then he, uh, you know, the mechanics came out and overhauled his bike and they put new derailers mm-hmm. on it. And he's like, he's like, it rode like the day I bought it. You know what I mean? And this guy was great. And, you know, he, he, uh, that, that guy actually has the waffle record. So he ate five, mm. five and a half waffles. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, do you want another one? You got a bunch of hills. You want another one? You better have another one. Uh, so, oh my goodness. So that's one of the, one of the great stories. And then, uh, um, uh, last summer, you know, cause sometimes, you know, I've had full-time jobs. Sometimes I go to fires and, uh, I kind of, ha- I have a, uh, contingency plan for all the cyclists. If, if I go to, they just go to the campground down the road and I, I educated, the, um, um, I always front load the, um, the camp host so they know they're coming in. So, um, one time I was, uh, there's a, I told him if I'm not here, just go to the campground or just sometimes I let him go to my house and settle in. So basically, uh, um, it was, it was a couple from uh, Australia and, uh, they were coming, they were coming down the road and, and they saw a fire and I just happened to be on the road and, and I interacted with them and, and uh, they said, do you know who Murdoch is? And I'm like, do you know what he looks like? <laughs> and I go, yeah, I'm Murdoch. And then uh, I got tasked, you know, on this fire, I got tasked with ordering lunch for everybody. So I ordered, uh, um, uh, anyway, there's a couple of burritos left. So I gave him some burritos and, you know, big sure we had this burrito bar and you get these fat burritos. Anyway, um, I gave him a couple of burritos and then, uh, they they had a bad they happened to have a bad Mexican food experience when they got to America, and then but later on they, they said that was like the best burrito they ever had and that was it was mm-hmm. so big him and his wife shared it then they had the next one the next day so um, no amazing yeah, and then another spin you know living on Highway One I'm always driving town and uh, I I I keep you know a case of gator power bars in my car and when I see people riding when I know they're traveling I stop because like you know if you know if you're familiar with the Appalachian Trail you know when you get hooked up with food on the Appalachian Trail it's called trail magic so um, I mm. call hooking up cyclists on Highway 1 trek magic so <laughs> so I, I stopped at you know in the middle of nowhere kind of some girls or some girls like you're you're off me Gatorade in the middle of nowhere. And then, then I say the magic word. I say, I'm a, I'm a warm shower host. And then like, you're on a whole nother level. And, and then I, I give them a Gatorade or sometimes I have bananas or, or whatever. So sometimes when I, I'm leaving for the, the weekend, I'll, I'll, I'll grab all the produce that is going to go bad. And I, I'll give it to the cyclists on highway one. So. Um, I love it. Today's episode is brought to you by BikeFlights.com, the leading bicycle shipping service and bike box supplier for cyclists. 
You'll enjoy low costs, excellent service, and on-time delivery with every shipment. And you get preferred handling for your high-value bikes, wheels, and gear. As a brand built around a love for the outdoors, they are committed to reducing environmental impact, and every bike flight's shipment is carbon neutral. Join the nearly 1 million cyclists who have used bike flights to ship their bikes, wheels, and gear with confidence since 2009 and see how easy it is to book, manage, and track all of your shipments. Visit bikeflights.com forward slash warm showers today for more information and to book your shipment. Now back to the show. Murdoch, you are you are truly a host extraordinaire. You are doing so many wonderful things for this community. Like what an honor it is that we all have you on <laughs> Highway One. I mean, this is amazing. Yeah, it's, it, and, you know, I, I I just want to hear the story. You know, I, I get it. So l- let's rewind. I I I uh, after college, I, I drove my car around the country and I stayed at a lot of youth hostels back in the day. And uh, I always thought that would be cool to like run a hostel someday and, and hear everybody's stories. And this is like the next best thing. You know, you, you, yeah. you get to hear all these stories. And then let me put another spin on the whole warm shower experience. You know, I, I've never had a bad experience with warm showers, mm-hmm. over 200 guests. I mean, th- there's a mm-hmm. couple that are kind of borderline, but it was nothing bad, it, it, you know. I haven't, I haven't had any, you know, nothing bad. So any of you out there that are thinking mm-hmm. about hosting, you know, you're going to, you're going to get a lot out of it. Just, uh, meeting all these people and, you know, and, and, and I've used the other side of it too. Like a lot of people like, Oh, if you're ever in, uh, <laughs> Seattle or you're ever in Pittsburgh, look me up. And, uh, one time I was, I was flying back from somewhere and, uh, my flight got canceled and I, I contacted someone I hosted and, uh, they're, they're blown away that I called them like Murdoch. uh, We're coming to get you right now. So they came to the airport. Mm. They, uh, they picked me up, took me to dinner. I slept at their house. And then the next morning they took me back to the airport, which I didn't even expect Mm. anything. You know what I mean? So that's amazing. So it's, it's gone so big that I have, I get, I know the, the, the host to the south of me and the host to the north. And we try to do kind of a network where they're like, hey, I got a guy. Can you host tomorrow night? And then uh, I got someone. Can you host or whatever? So, so I, I love it. But um, I love it. Murdoch, I mean, this, this is amazing. We are, like I said, we are so grateful that you're a part of this community. You are, you're changing people's lives and they're changing yours yeah. and it's super special. Thank you. So Murdoch, where can people find you on social media so they can connect with you? And, and of course, if they're ever in your area, they should look you well, up in Big Sur, California. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm pink moon diving. Uh, you know, okay. I like pink Floyd and I'm an avid scuba diver. And then, uh, you know, I'm, my real name is Richard Martin and I'm on Facebook there. So, We'll put we'll put links in the show notes for people to connect with you on social media, and and for those of you that Michelle, first of all, the first person that you met, Michelle, if you happen to listen to this podcast, it's, we would love to hear from you too. It's actually Melissa, Melissa, Melissa. Yeah, yeah, so. Okay, Melissa, if you're listening to this podcast, we would also love to hear from you because what a and, and, a wonderful. And, 
experience. Can I, can I talk about Melissa a little bit more? You know, sure. She, I keep in contact with Melissa and, and, uh, you know, after this trip, you know, she met, she, 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 uh, did some transcontinental um, race across Europe and met some guy and, you know, got married and they have two girls to this day. And you, you see mm. all four of them out on bikes. I think they, and then, mm. uh, you know, she lives in like, she was in Switzerland for a while. And then now she's in v- Vietnam and you always see all these pictures. It's really heartwarming. She, her riding around with two girls, and they're, they're traveling. So, you know, you can't, can't make this stuff up. Well, next time you speak to Melissa, I think you should suggest that she should be in touch yeah. with us so we can interview her for the yeah, show. Absolutely. And then I want to, yeah, that would be, I want to put a, a different spin on like what a host expects out of a guest. Okay. Tell us that it, quickly. We're going to wrap up in two okay, minutes. So tell us what a host Just yes. do a little research, read their profile. Um, find out it's mm. all spelled out in the profile and then uh, mm. try to try to show up before dark because these people will have, have uh, jobs and stuff like that. And then, uh, you know, um, try to uh, um, not treat it like a hotel in someone's house mm. and just, and uh, try to um, um, sometimes hosts expect expect uh just have a couple basic ground rules so it's not a hotel so anyway Mm -hmm. yeah i love that great great advice for guests to show up and and have the same wonderful experience as the host is having absolutely and then people all right people out there okay sorry it. Yeah, it's okay. It's still okay. We could talk all day. I know we really could talk all day. We might need to do a part two. Um, but Murdoch, thank you. Thank you so much, not only for coming on and sharing your story, but for being so passionate about warm showers and the cyclists that you meet. And I have asked you to send in some photos because you have some amazing, you have an amazing photo wall. And for those of you that are just listening to the audio version of this, go find the visual on Instagram, which is warm showers underscore org. And we'll post some of your pictures, Murdoch, because they're pretty amazing. And I'll I'll leave you with this. Uh, I, uh, I, all I ask from my guests, I get a postcard from and then sometimes you forget about these people and then like you get a postcard from thailand and i have to go through the guest mm. book and and see who this person was so it's, it's really heartwarming like later on you get a postcard from people that stayed with you so uh that's the, that's I what it. i get back from these people so anyway I love it. So good suggestion. Ask for a postcard and have a guest book. That's the other thing. Have a guest book as well. Yeah, and then you know keep keep and track. Then put a, a picture of the the cyclist in the guest book. So it kind of does it, mm. does it justice. So I have a, a picture of every person I've ever hosted in the guest book so they can look back and the guests can check it out too. Amazing. Thank you again, Murdoch. Uh, we appreciate having you. And for those of you listening, go check him out. Go check out his his social media. We're going to link that in the show notes. And thank you for being a part of Warm Showers again, Murdoch, and for joining and the show. One, I'll leave you with this. I got inspired by all you people. I, I bought a Shirley Dish Trekker. I retire in 30 months, and I'm going to do my own bike tour. So if, yes. if, if you hear Murdoch, if Murdoch contacts you on Warm Showers, please help me out. I'm going to be do the sudden tier 30 months. Yeah. 
Amazing, Murdoch. We'll be holding space for you to do that. Thank you so much, and we will be back. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoyed the show as much as we enjoyed making it. Wherever you are listening, please leave us a rating and a review as it helps us reach more cyclists and hosts around the world. Visit us at warmshowers.org to become a part of our community or on Instagram at warmshowers underscore org. If you would like to be a guest on the show or submit a question, please make sure to email us at podcast at warmshowers.org.